The Farther Adventure The Desert Wizard Previously, while traveling through the Forest of Wonder, Bobo Chico rediscovered his happy feelings of being back in nature. He made a unique dinner from food in the forest, and the friends all worked together to make a shelter in the trees. They slept peacefully through the night in safety and comfort. In the morning, Bear King gathered eggs and cooked breakfast on a flat rock placed in the campfire. Woe in, lore, rise and shine, you sleepyhead Freds, called Bobo Chico, and he juggled the scrambled eggs using a large leaf as a plate. Tumbling out of the treehouse, Lore slid down the trunk of the tree, while Rowan eased his way carefully down its branches. I also picked some fresh blackberries, so eat up and fill your tummies. I imagine we'll have a nice walk today, said Bear King. Bear King, where are we going today? Will we get back home soon? asked Lore who always wanted to know how things were going to go. Rowan was busy popping blackberries into his mouth, but chimed in, I'm kind of liking this adventure, especially the tasty food. Bear King smiled at the two young brothers. He understood both of their feelings, wanting to get home, yet also enjoying the wonders of a new adventure. Lore, I share your wish to get home soon. And Rowan, I must admit, it is fun to explore new places and enjoy tasty food. You'll remember that Slogadoo gave us the clear advice to stay on the pathway and that it will eventually lead us home, reminded Bear King. Bobo Chico jumped up on a log stump and happily waved his blue cap Well, I'm up for an adventure today. Come on, Birkin, come on! He exclaimed. Bouncing off the stump, he started to skip onto the pathway. Lore and Rowan both turned to Bear King, their eyes bright with excitement and eager to join Bobo Chico. Yes, we can begin the next leg of our journey, chuckled Bear King. After he carefully made sure the campfire was out, Pouring water all over the black embers and covering them with wet dirt, he joined his young friends as they headed down the path. Through the morning, they walked past sword ferns and rhododendrons that gave way to towering ponderosa pine forests, meadows of flowers and grass. They crossed over a stream that tumbled over boulders. Overhead, Lore heard the high, shrill cry of a bird. Looking up, he exclaimed with obvious admiration, It's a golden eagle. Look at it, Bear King. Isn't it majestic? Bobo Chico stared up and observed the large bird soaring in the sky. How do you know it's a golden eagle and not a bald eagle like we have on Wasp Island? He asked quizzically. Lore smiled and offered, Well, golden eagles' bodies remain dark as they age, with white touches limited mostly to the wings. Immature bald eagles have whitish color on the underwings and on the tail as well. 
but it's kind of a dirtier shade and doesn't gleam like the golden eagles in flight. Rowan's eyes began to grow big and his mouth popped open like a fish. How do you know all that? He said in both amazement and disbelief. Laura's cheeks flushed and he looked down to the ground, a little embarrassed. Lore, I am very impressed by your careful observation and knowledge. Did you learn this in forest school? said Bear King softly. Nodding a little bit, Laura was pleased that Bear King understood his enthusiasm and grasped his offered hand. Well, Bear Paw, actually. Together, they walked onwards, deep in their thoughts, but sharing a kindred spirit. Coming around a bend in the path, the forest ended. They saw an expanded, wide-open view. Whoa! I've never seen such a different landscape, said Bobo Chico in admiration. Stretching out before them, as far as they could see, was a panorama of sagebrush, abundant yucca trees, and giant cactus across vast, flat plains and tall Butte Mountains. As they descended along the path, Rowan observed strange, weird plants with arms that looked like statues with arms raised up. Bear King, what are those plants? They look like my school crossing guard saying, Stop! Smiling broadly and trying not to laugh at Rowan's question, Bear King explained, Those are saguaro cactus, and they can grow in very dry climates for hundreds of years. I think we're entering a totally different environment, a kind of high desert, he observed. Rowan nodded as if he understood, but all he really knew was that this place was very different than the lush, green, wet, foggy place he called home. Lore stood next to him and, placing his hand on his younger brother's shoulder, said, It sure isn't like Portland, but that's what traveling gives us, new places and experiences. Sure enough, they had left the forest and were hiking through a new landscape, a majestic and wonderful desert. With Bobo Chico merrily leading the way, they came to a deep canyon with a roaring river below them that rushed over smooth boulders. The young river otter, who would have loved to race down the hillside and go kerplash into the river, paused. And looking back at his companions, wondered aloud, Are you all comfortable hiking down the steep path and maybe swimming across the river? Bear King scratched his chin and responded, I may be able to ease myself down the steep hillside, but... His voice trailed off. Lore, looking up at Bear King, declared, I bet we can find another, easier, and safer way to cross. Come on, Rowan! The younger, fair-haired brother popped up and chased after his brother. Together, the boys bounded over rocks, roots, and brush along the top of the canyon. After ten minutes of racing each other, Lore slid to a stop, 
his lungs nearly bursting as he panted, Why are you stopping? gasped Rowan, his blonde hair damp with sweat. A smiling lore, too, was breathing hard. I'm not sure where we are, he explained. Turning around, he looked puzzled. In their race, he'd lost track of the trail they'd traveled. Rowan also grew worried. We forgot Slogadoo's advice. Stay on the pathway, reminded Rowan. Shh, quiet. Don't you hear something? said Lore with concern. Nearby they could hear snap, crunch, and a whirring sound. Then a deep voice singing. Whenever I'm lost or need a friend, I just break wind and smile again. Bursting through the sagebrush, crashed a bright red electric cart. Steering it was a large man with pink skin clutching a white straw hat on his bald head. Under his bushy white eyebrows and large nose, he wore a huge smile. Skidding to a stop, he waved and bellowed, Howdy, little partners. Need a lift? As he clambered out of the cart, he wincingly grabbed his right knee and stated, Clemenji, the desert wizard, at your service. The brothers stared in disbelief, but their worries melted away in the happy radiance of Clemenji's beaming smile and bright white teeth. Hop aboard. I'll take you back to Bear King and Bobo Chico. I bet you're wondering how I knew about you two and Bear King and Bobo Chico, smiled Clemenji as he guided his red cart jostling over the bumpy, rocky trail. Before the brothers could answer, he offered, It was the crows, you see. They came down from the forest and tipped off the roadrunner birds. They're my friends. And are they a bunch of nosy smart Alex? But they told me to be on the lookout for four travelers. Lore smiled and muttered to himself, I bet it was my friend Carl the Crow. Who? What? asked Rowan, grasping the cart's rail, clinging tight while the cart jerked wildly over the trail. With a heave and a hop, the red cart bounced onto the pathway at the top of the canyon. Hello, Bear King! called Lore and Rowan in unison, standing up in Clemenji's red cart and grasping its top rail. Bobo Chico's big black eye stared in wonder as he pushed his blue cap to the back of his head. But Bear King stood up proudly, Bowing deeply, he swept his arm across his chest. It is indeed an honor to meet you, Clemenji, the desert wizard, he declared with reverence. The honor is mine, Bear King, answered Clemenji in his deep paratone. The two shook hands and smiled broadly like long-lost friends. When I realized our path was heading into the desert... I was hoping to meet the legendary Wizard of the Painted Desert, intoned the King of Bears. 
Clemenji replied, smiling, And when I learned from my roadrunner friends that you needed help, I was eager to find you. Your magical powers are known far and wide. Perhaps we can demonstrate the magic of true friendship, he offered. That's a wonderful idea, agreed Bear King. Standing arm in arm, they both grasped Bear King's magic wand and said together, True friendship can build a bridge across any divide. The brothers and Bobo Chico watched in wide-eyed delight as a golden cloud emerged in the canyon, swirled, and then blew softly away, revealing a bridge of emerald-colored stone. All aboard, bellowed the wizard of the desert, and somehow they all fit in his red cart and rolled on bulging tires across the magic bridge. Clinging to Bear King's tail, Bobo Chico glanced backward and watched the bridge disappear in a sparkling green fog as they crossed over it. Across the canyon, the pathway wound up and around hills, valleys, and across sagebrush-covered plains. As the group rounded a field of saguaro cacti, Clemenji pointed to a pile of red rocky cliffs. There is my house, El Castillo Encantado, he stated proudly. Bear King leaned towards the brothers and whispered the translation, The Enchanted Castle. Bobo Chico brightened up and chimed in, Oh, like your sky cave, he smiled knowingly. Passing under an arch of adobe bricks, they came into a courtyard with a beautiful fountain made of carved stones in the center. Please make yourselves at home. I'm sure you're a little tired and hungry and would like to freshen up after your travels, suggested Clemenji. Bear King smiled and marveled at this oasis amongst the red spires of the desert. Patting Bobo Chico on the shoulder, he said, Let's thank our host and then enjoy his warm hospitality. We've come a long way, and it'll be good to rest and restore ourselves, said a weary Bear King. He and the rest of their party entered the large house-like castle. Hey, Lauren Rowan, called out Bobo Chico. There's a pool and a water slide, he exclaimed with excitement. Bear King smiled weakly, shook his head slowly, then blurted out, Last one in the pool is a rotten egg. The End <laughs>